And now it's time to welcome back our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Are you there, Tom? I'm here, Chris. On behalf of Live From Here, I continue my journey across the country, shining a light on all the good people in America. This week, I was right across the Hudson River, visiting New Jersey, the home state of my childhood. It started off cold and wet, but just in time for lazy fathers to plug back in the Christmas lights they never put away. I was unprepared and in search of a hat. As my hair continues to retreat, I need something extra on top during my travels to do the job that at one time was done by adorable curls. I looked for the local millinery to find a practical yet stylish hat, but quickly remembered this is New Jersey in 2018. So instead, I walked into a Walmart in Garfield. I was greeted by a friendly senior citizen at the door named Carl. I told him I was looking for a hat, and he said he never wears hats because they mess with his hair. On top of his head was a poof of white, wispy locks that looked like they could be blown away like sugar in a light breeze. He took out his comb and said, it might not be much, but it drives the ladies crazy. Have you ever thought you were talking to a Walmart greeter and quickly realized it was just an old guy cruising for women at the register? <laughs> I have. I found an actual Walmart employee who brought me over to the sorry display of hats. I told him that I really wished it was common for men to wear fedoras like the old movies. I like the structure and the rules that come with a hat. You took it off inside or, or as a sign of respect when you met a woman. A hat gave a gentleman style. You can tip your hat to say hello, or use the more casual version for the two-finger wave from the brim. You can tilt a hat back on your head in order to look up at them big city buildings, or pull it down low and secretive over your eyes as you sneak into a speakeasy. You can take it off and wave it at your best gal as she leaves on a ship for Kathmandu. Or get serious and hold it close to your chest with two hands feeling around the brim as you tell her the man at the bank says we might lose the farm. <laughs> a hat is so cool it has character even without you. A hat will wait on the edge of a chair or the handle of your luggage with patience and a story to tell. But sadly, hats aren't welcome here anymore. Today, we live in a baseball cap world with very little decorum. The only story a baseball cap has to tell is that it went somewhere stupid and someone spilt beer on it. <laughs> Have you ever talked so much about hats to a Walmart employee that he handed you his vest and quit his job? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Realizing that a Walmart in New Jersey wasn't the place to try and look like Cary Grant, I grabbed a wool hat with a pom-pom on top and went about my day. Whenever I'm in this part of New Jersey, I stop for a hot dog at Rutt's Hut in the city of Clifton, right near the Lincoln Tunnel. This legendary hot dog stand has been in business since 1928. It's the kind of place where waiters wear uniforms and sling hot dogs with nobility under Christmas decorations that look as old as the place. I ordered two hot dogs and a cold beer and sat down at the counter next to a plumber named Tony, who looked like he ate here every day. He was dressed in a heavy blue uniform with mustard on his sleeves. 
He said hello like everyone in New York area says hello, by telling me what I did wrong. <laughs> you should have ordered three dogs, you know you're gonna want three. <laughs> he said he grew up here in Clifton, moved away briefly to one town over, but came back to live with his mother when his father passed away. They say I could have put her in a home, but how can it be a home if you're moving her, moving her out of where she lives? His brother moved down to North Carolina, so it was up to Tony to care for her. People act like staying in your hometown and taking care of your family is some kind of sacrifice, he said. You know what's a sacrifice? Ending up on a porch in North Carolina. That sounds as much fun as playing with your belly button fuzz. I bought him another round. Tony really loves New Jersey. We got everything here, beautiful mountains, beaches, the city, all within a 30-minute drive. He asked me why I don't live here anymore. Have you ever burped so loud in a stranger's face that it almost knocked, his pom knocked the pom-pom off your hat? <laughs> I have. Tony's a lifelong Giants fan, but he misses the old Giants stadium. They tore it down the year after my father passed. It was sad, he said. You have to understand, it was more than a stadium to us. It was like a church that we grew up in. My first kiss was with Susan McSorley in the upper deck during a Springsteen concert. He played over three hours that night. I had to carry my lips home in my pocket. <laughs> he still tries to go to as many football games as he can, but if his mom's not feeling well, he just stays in, makes two, two chicken pot pies, and watches the game with her. And now with the holidays, he feels like he should be around even more. Have you ever been so moved by a son's love for his mother that you gave him your brand new pom-pom hat as a gift for her? <laughs> Only to have him tell you that she would never wear a hat that looked that girly? <laughs> I have. We finished our beers, and in a Jersey sign of affection, he punched me right in the stomach. Happy holidays, everyone, and until next time, this has been Tom Papa, out in America.